What's up? What's up? What's up? Everybody. O- Hola. Hola. Como esta? Yeah, quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> I failed Spanish. Um, I never took it. Oh, you didn't? No. Really? I, I tried to watch, um, what was the show? Narcos. Yeah. On Netflix to mm-hmm. try to learn Spanish. Did you? I watched a documentary about Pablo Escobar. Yeah. But I haven't seen nar- Narcos yet. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of bad words in that. <laughs> but it's in Spanish. No. So you can- <laughs> <laughs> no, you would think that, but it's not. But somehow, it's like Spanish, and then is <laughs> cursing. It's every other word is in Spanish, but all of the expletives right. are in English, and so that way you know what's happening. Right, and I know a few languages, and I in those languages there's curse words that are synonymous with those languages, mm-hmm. like they go hand in hand. But for some reason, and I don't know if the, they just did this for the show, all the cursing was in Isn't English. English. <laughs> and I was like, surely there's another word for this. <laughs> and you can just translate it for me on the bottom of the screen. <laughs> but that did not happen. Now, is the whole show in Spanish with no. subtitles? Okay. No. So, okay. No, but, you know, it takes place in a lot of Spanish-speaking places Mm -hmm. so those people speak spanish and when they do they literally speak spanish Mm -hmm. so there are a lot of subtitles Mm -hmm. but the some of the main characters are dea agents yeah and they speak a lot of english Mm -hmm. and like the whitest guys in the world one dude is like cracker white like like walter white like (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like grew up in iowa white right you know okay yeah, so there's that. All right. Anyhow, <laughs> well, today we're not we're not getting together to talk about Pablo Escobar or narcos or nachos, but today we are. This is a mini episode. Mini a mini sode. Yeah, this is our first mini sode. Um, to do a little bit of what we touched on in the boycott, Colin Kaepernick, um, burning your Nikes. Yes, burning your Nikes episode. Um. You want to kind of give us a uh, little intro to this? Yeah. So I got a, and I didn't know you could even do this. I got an anonymous text. So so I got a text, and the number was from a withheld number. So I don't know how you go about doing that. Like, I didn't know that was an option, because I'd be anonymous texting people all day oh, yeah. long, all just day screwing long. with people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. But maybe it's like an app or something that they can do. But I got a text, and I, I didn't know who it was from. And what's funny is I um, I normally have my phone set that I don't receive contact from anyone that's outside of my contact list. But I took that off when we were texting with Claire because I wasn't getting her text. Oh, I, yeah. And I never turned it back on. So this text got through to me. If I and that's just how the Lord works, that's, yeah, that's, everyone. That's the if Lord. you ever wanted any type of indication of how the Lord works, that's proof. That's it, right there. <laughs> it's it's equivalent to Jesus walking on water. Sure, I mean it really is. <laughs> I believe it. Um, but I got this text, and it was someone who, uh, I mean, they have my phone number, so I'm assuming I know them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I don't know who it is, and they gave zero indication 
to who they are and they were reaching out for some advice and I wanted to address that. We wanted to address that. You don't know the text. Nope. I hadn't read it or heard it yet. Right. All you know is basically what I've, what I said last week on the podcast. So that's where we're at with all that. I wanted a genuine response to the message in full. Um, that way it wasn't having time to think about it and thinking about what I would say or anything like that, because I kind of like to just go with the flow of things. Yeah. Um, and almost like a normal conversation. Like Flo Rida. Like Flo Rida, who was just here. Right. We missed the other it. day. We missed out, man. Yin Yang Twins and Nelly and Luda. Luda. All together. And we missed out on it. But anywho. Yeah. Um, I don't think so this is our this is our little uh message to this person. Um Yeah. Um kind of addressing them. And they came to the right place for advice. Absolutely. If you need advice on any subject in the world, you just come to us. This is the one. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I listen to, to the podcast for advice. Do you? Yeah. It's you, you. All right. <laughs> do you listen to the podcast? I do. I do. And I critique things do in you? my head. Oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, don't do this next time. Think about this, you know, when you're... the Mainly for, like, how I talk and I pause a lot. When I see right there, right there, yeah, uh, I pause a lot yeah. instead of saying, uh, I, I just pause, and right. so I'm trying to get in the habit of just speaking and just flowing. Well, I, I took a creative presentation course, and the guy taught that silence is better than okay, saying uh or um, so that silence is actually sometimes a good thing. Okay, well, I'll take that then. Just naturally good at speaking, and sometimes there's pauses. And uh, Anne Marie says she hates sometimes we're talking, and then we just stop talking. And <laughs> <laughs> she's like, "I just kind of want to give you the words to say, and yeah. why aren't you guys saying anything?" It's because we're freaking cracking up at each oh, other. Yeah. She thought I was uh, I was holding back from talking about the Episcopalian right. stuff, right? So, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh, old and bad. Yeah. So just... sometimes when you hear a pause, of course you're just getting the audio. You're not getting the video. If you got the video, you would see us cutting eyes at each other and and laughing or and, trying not to laugh into and the microphone. Are we're, we're in the process of drinking something too, that, and moving away. And right. Trying not to pick it up. Cold brew, not Cold like. Brew. We're not getting turned. The hard stuff <laughs> with Irish cream. <laughs> Uh, all right, so all right. let's get into this. Okay. Um, I figure I'll just yeah, let's read the read the text in full because we don't know who this is. Um, right. I I can just read this out to you, and uh, I I will say that s- some parts of it does don't flow very well. It looks like it grammatically, they, it's not. Yeah. Correct. So okay. if I make a mistake or read something twice yeah or something it's and plus i'm reading it from my phone so this text box isn't very wide Mm -hmm. so i might read the same line twice i'm just kind of putting a disclaimer out there because i suck at reading is it at least from a iphone uh yeah it is from an iphone okay um because it 
the blue and it's gray. Blue. Yeah. Whew, it's not gray. I was close. Yeah, it's almost from one of those. I thought it was going to be an Android user. <laughs> weird Android <laughs> users. Just kidding. I those weirdos. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm a little nervous reading this. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not nervous. I got a little, there's emotion. Sure. Tied to it. You yeah. know, so in the back of my throat, it's, I can feel the emotion. Okay. So it's not nerves. It's more of a, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, there's emotion tied to it. So. Okay. All right. So um, here we go. Brian, I wanted to reach out to you and Blake. There have been some things going on in my life recently with my spiritual walk. I wanted to reach out to you guys because I've been listening to the podcast. The podcast has done some great things for me. It's opened my eyes to a lot of things. Wow. That right there. We should just end it. Well, I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a common response. Sure. To <laughs> it's opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, the church I'm at, I guess, is your traditional church. We do traditional things, and I'm okay with that. My family is very involved in the church. We do everything every time the doors are opened. Here's my problem. There are some things with the church that I don't agree with, and it's not just the color of the walls. There are things like stances on homosexuality, marriage. Again, yeah. not my. Sure. Right. Homosexuality, marriage. There are things like race. There are things like giving to the poor, things that I just think need to be corrected, but I don't feel I have the voice to do it. I have brought some of the, these things up, but they have fallen on the deaf ears. I feel like I'm asking questions about what I believe and how I believe it. But every time I talk to a spirit leader, I guess spiritual leader, yeah. I get shot down and told I shouldn't be questioning things that I know I believe. What does that even mean? I don't even understand that. I haven't grown up in this church, but the majority of my mature adulthood has been in this church recently. I've tried very hard to read the Bible and pray about this, and each time I come up with more and more questions. The questions are, do I really believe what they believe? Do I really want to take part in how they take part in things? I guess I'm asking you for advice. It seems you and Blake have been through something very similar. It seems like you guys are what you call deconstructing what you believe in. I, I told my spirit leader that I wanted to deconstruct what I believed in. And he told me that was the worst idea ever. He told me, you believe what you believe, and you know what you believe. Again, I have no idea what that means. Neither do I. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> I, don't I don't think the person who said that knows what that means. Right, right. Um, 
I also told them that I've been listening to this podcast and that you guys encourage questioning what we believe in. I was then discouraged from listening to your podcast and told that that is just putting doubt in my faith. I really am at a crossroads. I kind of want to leave this church or find something else that works for me. But like I said, my family is at this church, and I'm afraid because I've seen how others have been treated. If I leave, they will get treated the same way, or I will get treated the same way. I kind of feel like I'm just here for the people. I come to church every time the doors are open because these are where my friends are. These are where my friends are. Yeah. Um, These are where my friends are. This is where I feel comfortable being around groups of people. But when it comes to spiritual growth or spiritual things, I don't feel like I'm getting fed. I don't feel like I'm learning. I don't feel like I support what they support. I guess I'm just asking you guys, what should I do? Or what should I not do? Or do you have any advice for me? I really enjoy what you guys have to say. I like how you're transparent. You talk about how you mess up. You talk about how you're not perfect. And Brian, you're a minister, but you still deal with sin on an everyday basis. And you're honest with that. I feel like the leaders of my church aren't like that. I feel like they make it, I feel like they make it feel like, yeah, I feel like they make it feel like when they talk about sin, everyone else is a sinner except for the people who go to my church. Hmm. It's often said, go find sinners or do this for the sinners you know in your life. But I feel like I'm a sinner. I feel like I sin all the time. So it makes me question, am I not a real Christian? Am I someone who doesn't believe enough to have God forgive me of my sins? I'm just really, really confused and would really, really like some direction. If you could answer this on the podcast, that, was, that would be awesome. If not, you can text me back at this number. You didn't give but, me a number. There's a number. That's okay. <laughs> but I guess I, you know, I can respond back. Yeah. But uh, we're going to answer it on the podcast. Yeah. Um, thank you guys very much for your time, and I'm very interested in what you have to say about this. All right. And that's the end of it. Okay. Um, first and foremost, make no mistake, I'm a sinner. Yeah. You know? I I don't think just because I follow Jesus that completely rids me of that right term. Right. I'm still a sinner. Right. And as long as I'm here on this earth, I'm going to be a sinner. Right. Right. Um well, you know, something I said comically last podcast was when they were talking about you're letting Satan into your life. You know, yeah. I wasn't joking about Satan is all around us. Oh, yeah. Satan's in this world. He's already here. Um, we operate in the world of sin. Like, we operate in a fallen world. And we're human. And we're going to screw up 
all the time. Uh, I what what makes you, and I don't even like saying different. Yeah. Um, what? But I guess that's the word I have to use. But what makes you different is when you mess up, yeah. when you sin, set apart. You, set apart. There you yeah. go. You have the ability to recognize that. Oh man, I I shouldn't have done this, or I screwed up, or this isn't the right thing to do. And you're held accountable for your sin by your faith, and you're able to say, God, I screwed up. You know, forgive me for doing this. Set me on the right path, and and help me learn from this. Yeah. Where someone who doesn't have the faith would would they may feel bad for their sin or regret it, but there's no atonement for for that sin. So that's the difference. It's not like we've got a magical answer because, you know, we're followers of Christ of, of not having sin in our lives. I mean, how common is it to think that you do? Oh gosh. Yeah. 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 That's the, that's the big thing with a lot of churches is you, you treat Jesus like a genie. Yeah, and um, yeah, and they're like things are suddenly better, and you're suddenly healed when you ask, you know, Jesus into your heart, and that you're never ever going to sin again because you did, right? And that could not be the furthest thing from the truth, right? And there's a misconception that you're a chained changed person, and the misconception is, have you changed? Sure, you've changed, but what what changes in you is not you have outdone your sin or, or outgrown your sin, the sin will still exist. It's what you do with that sin that has changed. Yeah. That's the change. Right. It's still going to be with you. Yeah. So, I, I, and again, let me start off by saying we don't have the answers because no one has the answers. Mm-hmm. Your pastor doesn't have the answers. We don't have the answers. A book you're going to buy at the bookstore doesn't have the answers because we're all, we're all basing what we tell you off of our own theology. Yeah. And everyone's theology is wrong. Point blank period. Yeah. Because it's our interpretation of what the word of God says. Now the goal is to try to get it, as close to what you feel God is leading you towards. And that's going to differ from person to person. So let me just start off by saying that I'm not saying what I'm saying. And Blake's not saying what he's saying as we are the absolute authority on everything. This is our interpretation of this. Um, so you're right for feeling the way you feel. Um, if you feel like you don't, you're you're not quite fitting into the mold, then you're not fitting into the mold. Um, there's, you you said some very key things. You've been praying about it and you've been reading the Bible, but you keep coming back to that you don't feel the same way that you know your church is the direction that they're going, and that's okay. Yeah. That's fine. And I totally get you feel attached with the community of yeah. the church. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, 
I it's important in a church. It really is. It really is. And that church community or that church family is very, very, very important. But at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, am I coming to this place? Am I coming to this church for the people or for the gospel? Yeah. Am I getting fed? Am I being challenged? Do I believe 100% what these guys are a part of? And if the answer is no, then I highly suggest you start deconstructing what you believe in and finding finding out where you belong. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than someone who has a gift, a talent from God, who's on fire for God, and they're in the wrong place. Yeah. They're going to be used for their gift and talent, but the individual is not going to grow because the the church can use anyone, you know. And if and if, but you know, you said you brought it up to people. I was going to say if if the church doesn't know that you, you you're feeling this way, then if they keep using you to participate in things, but they do know, so that's kind of ooh yeah. That's sticky stuff there. Well, I can relate to every every single thing that you're feeling, hmm. anonymous texter. Anonymous texter. Um, Let's give him a name. Yeah, uh, like an, a name. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Doug. Doug. Yeah. I like Doug. That's my go-to for okay. everything. All right, Doug. Yeah. Doug. Um. All right, Doug. So. <laughs> Why does it have to be a guy? I know someone's I, it, saying that. Gonna be Claire is saying that right yeah. now. Why does it got to be a guy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it to this to this person that that texted us us me text Brian. Let's do a gender fluid name. Okay, Pat. Pat. Yeah. Yes. All okay, right. Pat. All right, Pat. Um, the way that you feel is exactly how I felt. Um, for a long time, a very long time. And I can tell you this, I'm not going to say this is what you need to do. I'm being very cautious about that. Right. This is, I, I don't want to be, I don't look at myself as being an authority figure. Right. I don't look at myself as being someone who should be in any type of leadership role. <laughs> um, well, guess what? You are. Uh, yeah. Um, but no, they're asking for our opinion. So right. give your opinion. So the way that I feel and the way I felt um, in that same situation, it kind of scared me because I, I didn't feel it was a, a bad thing to not doubt your faith. And I think that was a point that they made in that text mm-hmm. was someone said, Don't question what you believe. You know what you believe. Faith. Yeah. Right. I don't doubt my faith one bit. I don't doubt Jesus one bit. What I doubt is um, a church that discourages you from getting closer to God. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to to question things. There's right. a, I think to me there's a difference between questioning it, questioning it and doubting it. You know? Yeah, and, and, and it's b- biblical to ensure you're getting the right information. Right. Yeah. Just ask questions. Right. To, I mean, that's how you grow. That's how you know things. I mean, 
even in school, like you, you know, if you've got a question, you raise your hand and you, you know, you just clarify something, right? Right. right. Um, you may just be a little bit confused about one little tiny thing, you know, but the teacher, unless you went to school I went to, um, (laughs) (laughs) you're not going to get discouraged from asking questions. Right. Right. Um, so that kind of scared me because I was in the same boat and had some questions of my own and was quickly shown that um, that's not how they want things done. Hmm. You know, it's, this is, this is what you believe. Mm -hmm. This is how you should think about this because this is just how it's always been. Mm -hmm. Um, So that scared me (laughs) at the time. And I, I kind of swept it under a rug and just was like, all right, well, I'll just make that a personal thing between me and God. Right. Because I was attached to the community, I was attached to yeah. the um, the friendships that I had there, um, and didn't want to lose that. Yeah, you know, and and also being somewhere that I grew up. Yeah, basically, that's a that's a hard emotional attachment. Oh you know, heck yeah! To yeah. break away from. Yeah, definitely. I um. You know, I'll say this about uh, Pat (laughs) uh, mentioned that they have brought it up to their spiritual leader. Um, It's been more than once. Yeah. Because they said that they've brought up several things. But Mm -hmm. um, here's what I'll say about that. Sometimes leaders operate in fear. Oh, yeah. um, When they get uh, challenged. And and that's completely acceptable. I've been a leader and I've operated in fear when I've been challenged on things. And when, what I'm trying to say is if you're bringing something to someone who really doesn't, or no, if you're bringing something to someone, you may catch them off guard. And the first thing that they're worrying about is, you know, with good intention, is this person going away from the church and not I'm talking about the big C church. Is this yeah. person going away from God? So there, there's genuine concern there, okay? Um, and that's completely normal. You know, if someone answers you and it seems like it's, oh, no, 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 or, or you catch them off guard. But if you're sitting down and you're talking to someone, and I don't know if you've done this but I suggest you do it. You talk to that leader, those leaders, or the church leaders, and you say, this is what I'm thinking, and this is what I'm feeling, and I would like to talk about it with you. Now, if they, if you sit down and they continue while, you get, while you're talking, while you're saying what you're feeling, if they continue the discouragement of, no, 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 you don't think that way, and kind of um, won't back down from that, then you're operating in something a little different there. That person is then that fear has switched to, to, um, power. Um, and, and a fear of losing power or a fear of being challenged and a fear that members might not stay. Yeah. Um, if they're a good leader and you know, if they're a good church leader, they, they're, they're going to hear you out and they're, hopefully going to try their best to help you find out the answers 
to your questions, not their answers, but what you actually believe and what you actually feel. And listen, you brought up one point about the homosexual marriage. Um, that's nothing, that's not small. Yeah. That's, you know, in the Christian world, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you don't feel that you are lining up with them on that, that's something that they might need to know. Yeah. Um, just so that they can say, okay, this is what you think. Let us tell you what we think, where we're coming from. And so you can make an educated guess. Now, here's the thing. Once you make that educated decision based off of what they're telling you and based off of what you're feeling, if you still say, huh, I don't agree with this, they need to drop it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need to drop it and let you do you. Yeah. There should be no, let me bully you into believing what I'm I believe. I'm going to tell you how you should feel about right. this. That's, That's where... Um, and you know, the text is vague, so I don't know how in depth these conversations have been, but I would encourage if they haven't been a sit down talk one-on-one where you guys talk about both sides of, of whatever you're questioning. And if they're telling you, no, you're wrong and you need to believe this, that's a red flag. Yeah. That, that is a red be, flag. That would be a huge red flag for me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if they're more concerned about what you believe in homosexual marriage than where you are, faith, where your faith yeah. is spiritually growing, how close your relationship is, that's yeah. a red flag. That's just them checking off boxes, man, mm-hmm. trying to maintain the status quo. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is anything but the status quo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So have that. make sure you have that conversation. Yeah. Because it's 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 really the mature thing to do too. Whenever you can sit down with someone, um, express your viewpoints and opinions on a on a matter, and not feel like they're like you said bullying you into believing a certain way. It's more of just a, let's have a conversation, and let's present right uh, what our thoughts are right on this. And um, you think this way. I think this way. At the end of the day, I love you. We're still, you know, we're still going to be friends, right? Um, and uh, we just have a different viewpoint. About yeah, it. that's that's just a mature thing to do, right? Um, I think, man, I don't know. It 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 freaks me out because I've seen it all firsthand. Well, it, it sounds like this person is being discouraged from having those conversations. Yeah. So anytime anything's been brought up about it, it seems like they it's just been shut down. Yeah. So that chance to have that conversation yeah. isn't coming up. Also, we don't know the age of this person. They right? said adult life. Okay. So I'm thinking they're at least... Um, you know, maybe out of high school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it sounds like they've been in this church for their high school time, and now they're out of high school, and they're coming into this adulthood, and they're trying to figure all this stuff out and figure out where they fit into everything. Because that's normally the time where you start really hunkering down on this spiritual stuff. Right. Um, So I, I would assume right out of high school maybe 2021 around that age. 
Because, uh, you know, a lot of kids that, that graduate from high school, when they go off to college, they start getting exposed to a whole lot more than right. what they experience. Right. And, you know, and that's where a lot of people, and, and people are right when they, you know, going to college makes or breaks your relationship right. with God. Right. You either grow stronger to him or you completely, you know, run from him. Yeah. Um, so, and it's a very vulnerable age to be in because you're now considered an adult. Right. But you're, but you're really not, not mature enough. Right. You're not prepared adult. to be right. an adult. So all these things are getting thrown at you and you may be an adult, but you're being treated like a child. And yeah. especially if you grew up in, they, they see church, you as that. Yeah, you will always be. Yeah one of the quote-unquote youth group. Right. And you're right. forever going to be um, labeled with that. Right? Yeah. Even when you're 65, <laughs> running around with grandkids. Yeah. Man. Well, Pat, listen, there's <laughs> there's like 40,000 denominations out there. Every, I shouldn't have used Pat because I immediately think, think of, of Saturday Night Live. Of, no, I always oh. think of uh, Mr. Dave's wife. Oh no, that's a, she's the sweetest yeah, woman in the is. world. Yeah, I know she's not the one that tests you, but no, I, I just every time but, we say Pat, she's the only yeah, Pat that I know. But her Pat is probably short for like Patricia, Patricia. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So this is either Patricia or Patrick. Patrick, right? So do you want to change it from Pat? I've already no, gosh, Pat, I've no, owned we're, Pat we're for the last Pat. twenty minutes. No, we're invested in Pat. All right, we're sticking it out. I forgot what I was saying here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, I've I've lost it. Well, you go it ahead if it comes back to you because I'll I'll touch on this one. I'll, I I know that something else that was addressed in that text was the uh, the fear of what would happen if they left. Oh yeah, church. yeah, yeah. Being you treated, know, treated their family. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Oh yeah, it'll happen. Um, and it. Uh, let me say this: it will happen. And depending on the integrity of the individuals at that church yeah. will determine the scale of, of what happens. Sure. Of course, when you leave something that you've been a part of, there's going to be some uncomfortableness. There's going to be some awkwardness, but you can get past that. Yeah. Like if you see each other out or whatever, it's like, oh, hey, but you can get past that. Once you both kind of give a little, you know, that party, this party, you can get past that and things won't be like they were, but they can be very cordial and very, you can still be friends. You can still have relationships with these people or they can at every chance they get, try to stomp you into the ground and your reputation and your name and treat your family like crap. Yeah. So we've seen that, you know, and it happens everywhere. It, it's yeah, it does. And, you know, there's no way to tell what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. There's really not. Hopefully, it's a very, if you decide to leave, hopefully it's cool. Yeah. You know, and hopefully they support you. And, yeah. And gosh, I mean, you know, that's the whole point of the church is for them to, you know, pour into you so that you can go out and, and they've, their goal is to disciple you so you can go out and make a difference. So hopefully they've poured into you enough that you can take your talents elsewhere yeah. and help that place. Yeah. While we're on this earth in it's, the first place. Yeah. It's kind of like the great commission or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what I was saying, Pat, um, there's 40,000 denominations, right? None of them have it right. No. So Not a single one. No, no, none of them have it right. 
what you need to do is find what works for you. And if yeah. that place isn't working for you after prayer and, 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 you know, searching and asking questions and really deconstructing what you believe. And if at the end of the day, you don't believe what they believe. Yeah. Yeah. Find somewhere that does. You do, and it you, might be a different denomination. It might be a non-denomination. It, yeah. You know, it could be anything. Yeah. Um, as long as you're building your relationship with God and glow, growing closer with Christ, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever it doesn't matter. Whatever works best for, for you. Excuse me. Right. Um, yeah. Because none of them have it right. And if they tell you they have it right, Again, red flag, run <laughs> yeah, for the hills. Big time. Um, your your personal relationship with Jesus is way more important than your yes. friendly relationships right. within a church. Right. Um, community is important. Um, your church family is important. Um, but at the end of the day, they're not getting you in this no, in the no, heaven. It is. It is. Uh, what is your relationship like with with Christ? Right. And anywhere that discourages you from growing closer to Christ and how you feel is more comfortable for you right, to right. grow closer to Christ right. is a big red flag. Um, and ultimately, you can do whatever you want to do. You are, you are not tied to one place in particular. Right. You, there is no contract you have to sign. No. There's no membership fees or anything. I mean, there might be, but <laughs> um, you might you might have grown. I mean, it was it was tough. Yeah, you know, you grow up in a in a place that you um, you did a lot of a lot of spiritual growth. Yeah, know? but you get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm I'm on a more mature level with my walk and. I, I kind of want to ask more questions because I just want to know. Yeah. So if you if you're discouraged and you decide to leave, you'll you'll quickly be shown who was really your friend. Oh, definitely, definitely. And who was just trying to keep you there. Yeah. Um, because those those friends who are understanding that you want to be closer with God, that you're willing to sacrifice seeing your friends every Sunday yeah. or Wednesday or what, right. whatever it is, um, they'll be like, hey, more power to you. That's I'm awesome. happy for you. Yeah. Go do it. That's yeah. great. This is, this is, that's way more important right. than just keeping you here to keep the number strong. Right. You know? Um, and then whoever talks trash, as soon as you walk out the door and you stop coming, they didn't matter in the first place. Right. They didn't have your best interests no. in the first place. Mm -mm. Um, so I, I think we can both say that it is very important for you to ask questions. It's very important to know where you are in your faith. And it's also very important to find some place that is going to feed uh, feed you on a regular basis. Yep. Um, as long as you're growing biblically and as long as you're growing closer to God and your, guess what? Your interpretation of biblically might be different than the churches yeah. and that's okay. Yep. Um, 100%. cause I'll say it again and I've probably said it too many times. No one has it right. Mm -mm. No one has it right. 
so you know if you feel something if the bible is revealing something to you differently than what it's revealing to you know the place that you're at that's okay you're different and that's cool and embrace it and find some place that you are going to grow up but i will say this make sure you leave for the right reasons make sure it's not because you're throwing a hissy fit because you didn't get your way somehow it yeah. it, it doesn't sound like this is what pat's doing mm-hmm. make sure you have those hard conversations make sure that those church leaders know where you stand and why you're doing things um you know go about things the right way because if you go about things the right way at the end of the day you you've done your part no one can come at you yep you know come at me bro what do you want <laughs> <laughs> but i th- i think that's yeah about it yeah i just wanted to take a take a little bit to address pat the anonymous anonymous texter yeah um and uh if i mean if you didn't get an answer then please reach out again yeah if you were looking for us to say you must go you're not going to get that Uh what you're going to get is we will encourage you to do things but we're not going to tell you exactly what to do no no you you have to go with your gut about a lot of this stuff after much prayer, after yeah. you know much thought and meditation on the thing, consult God. Yeah, He's the most important part of this entire equation. Yep. Consult Him, and He'll reveal to you what what He He wants you to do, and and go with that. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So Pat, hope you got somewhat of guidance. Um, thanks for reaching out. Yeah, thank you. It was that means a lot. It was a. Uh, that <laughs> we started this podcast as a a means of you know we've dealt a lot with the same subject um over the past few years you know um and this is this has been therapeutic for the both of us um and I'm sure it's way more common in churches than we even initially thought um so if anyone gets anything out of it that then go if even if it's just one person if we had one person that subscribed and listened to it and really got something out of it every bit of it was worth it oh yeah Um, well i got nothing else to do so yeah yeah (laughs) 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 but cool um pat i hope you got some of an answer because we uh, despite what Brian said, we are the authority figure. We do know what we're talking about. <laughs> we know no exactly one else what we're talking has it about. Right. It's just us. You know, that's just that's just the way it is, and right. that's a tough burden to bear. Join or die. But you know, that's how we roll. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, but, we'll get McSwain on next week. Yeah, that'd be awesome for those so of this you coming who, week who uh, have heard us speak about um, this McSwain figure. Yeah, um, my book. We're getting pretty close to actually getting yeah. him on this uh, this podcast. Yeah. And you're in for a Holy treat. Crap, you're in for a treat. <laughs> that is a he is a he is a one of a kind. Yep. They only made one of him. Yeah, that's it. There's no one else. <laughs> no. Not a single person. No. All right, guys. Anyway, yeah. We appreciate it. Yep. We say it's a mini episode is thir- forty three minutes. Forty three minutes, but hey. <laughs> worth that's, it. Yeah, it's not an hour. No, it's not an hour. 
Boom. Um, anyway, Pat, thanks for reaching out. Hope you got something out of this. Anyone else? If and if you, you didn't, wanna, screw yeah, you. Yeah, screw every one of you. Suck it. Um, but if you uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can text us anonymously if you have our numbers, um, or you can email us <laughs> at notreligiouspod um, or notreligiouspod at gmail.com, Instagram at notreligiouspod. Find us on Facebook, Not Religious Podcast. Pat, Thank you. Real quick, text me back and tell me <laughs> why you didn't send me your number. That's been driving me crazy. Yeah. yeah. Just tell me why. You don't yeah. have to tell me who you are. Just tell me why Just you did it anonymously. <laughs> <laughs> Later, Pat. <laughs>